second letter of Paul to Timothy. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. That is my gospel, for which I suffer hardship, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The same is sure. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Remind them of this, and warn them before God that they are to avoid wrangling over words, which does no good but only ruins those who are listening. Do your best to prevent yourself to God as one approved by him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord.
bow, we kiss, we kneel, we utter thank you. We do these things as if we were breathing, these acts of gratitude. They come out that naturally. Or do they? If gratitude were so reflexive, what happens to us those nine out of ten times when our expression of gratitude gets lost? I wonder how much it has to do with our level of distraction. Once upon a time, we slept outdoors, and when we woke in the morning, we felt the dew and the sunrise and the temperature. And now we wake up, and we go online to see what it feels like outside. <laughs> Once upon a time, we walked the earth barefoot, and I imagine it is much easier to follow Thich Nhat Hanh's advice about kicking the earth with our feet if we are barefoot. But now, we mostly wear shoes and cannot feel the earth under our feet. Once upon a time, we labored in the fields and forests to gather and harvest our food, and now we gather it in about an hour a week off well-organized grocery store shelves. We are somehow further and further removed from the sources of our sustenance and the beauty of creation. I witnessed the glorious opening of a flower the other day. It took my breath away. <laughs> but I could not smell it or feel the breeze around it or touch its softness because I was watching it on my computer. <laughs> Much different than walking again and seeing these flowers today. But still, I posted it on our Trinity Facebook page, and you can watch it too if you want to. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook and of my computer, and of information overload and ever-present screens, I don't know how many things I miss in my life when I'm engaged in looking at the lives of others on my computer. I'm sure that I have missed cartwheels and gems of wisdom and invitations to play when I've been at the park with my kids, sending texts instead of bearing grateful witness to the amazing gifts of my children. It is hard to be grateful when we can't see our blessings through the screen of tasks Agendas, tight schedules, full inboxes, and expectations around constant accessibility to one another. Today, more than ever before in history, bad news is in our faces daily. War, poverty, cyclones, and shootings. Terrible, heart-wrenching news. And that news is mostly very real. And I would argue that we are called to witness it and weep about it, rather than being oblivious to it. But it can throw us off balance and take away our ability to see the beauty, the miracles, and the healings that are happening right in front of us, right inside of us. And yet, Jesus still heals us even if we are too distracted to notice or to express thanks, the nine who went their way were still healed. I bet they were also still grateful. But the tenth 
he was made well. Not just healed, but made well. I want that too. Not just to be healed, but to be made well. So that even in a world of bad news and debilitating levels of distraction, I can see clearly the blessings in my life and have the clarity of mind and the fullness of heart to respond by falling on my knees at the feet of Jesus. I want to respond by shifting my ways and paying closer attention to what God is up to in creation and in me. Maybe you are here because you want that too. So I invite us right now as a community to take a moment to remove our shoes, figuratively or literally, your choice. And right now, plant our feet on the sacred ground of this house of prayer. If you would like to close your eyes, you may do so. I will not accuse you of falling asleep, even if you do. I invite you to feel the blessing of all those who have come before you in this place. The millions of prayers and blessings that others have brought here. I invite you to be aware of the goodness in the people who are nearby to you right now. I invite you to remember a moment in your week when you received something amazing. Maybe you witnessed the temporary exquisiteness of a bright red olive tree. Or heard a child laugh. Or maybe you were the recipient of someone else's wisdom. Maybe you experienced or witnessed a healing large or small, or we're simply blessed by the presence of another person. Hold that gratitude for just this moment. Jesus is asking us where we were nine out of ten times when we did not respond to these blessings with gratitude. Because during those times, Jesus was yearning to be in relationship with us. Be in relationship with him right now. Rest in your gratitude. Let thank you be your only prayer for a moment. Think about intentionally returning to your gratitude for a minute a day. Think about following in the footsteps of the grateful Samaritan leper. Just a minute a day. Listen for the voice of Jesus as he whispers to you, your faith has made you well. Your gratitude has made you whole. For that, and for all the moments of grace that we are holding in our minds and hearts right now, we thank you, Jesus. Ten times out of ten, may we turn back to you and reach out in gratitude.
pray for your holy Catholic Church. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray for the Diocese of Tamala, Ghana, West Africa, for Justin, the Archbishop of Canterbury, and for unity in the worldwide Anglican communion. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we give thanks for the ministries of Grace Church, Vineyard Haven, Church of the Good Shepherd, Wabin, Emmanuel Church, Wakefield, the acolytes in our congregations, for the postulants and candidates for holy orders, and for the bishop's search process. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. I ask your prayers for Catherine, our presiding bishop, for Tom and Gail, our bishops, and for Tony and Becky, our priests, and for Rob, Maureen, Judy, Janet, and Spencer, our priest associates. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers for Barack, our president, Duvall, our governor, and for the members of Congress as they struggle with the issues before them. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Pray for wisdom and guidance in the building of our new parish house, that hospitality, ministry, and our love for God may be nurtured through this project. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. We pray especially for Sakpo, Anne, Dick, the Carey family, Ben, Alicia, Hannah, Will, Sam. Jonathan, Helen, Don, Claudia, Sister Olga, Reverend Stephen, Don, Ed, Mary Lou, AJ, Barbara, Bishop Tom, Bishop Gail, Andy, Richard, Ruben, Jim, Molly, Raj, Jerry, Pat, Jacqueline, Kathy, Elizabeth, Sharon, Lang, Edie, AD, Liz, those without jobs those serving in the military, and all who work for peace. We also pray for the people of India who are suffering from the impact of Cyclone Pahim. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. We give thanks today for the 60th wedding anniversary of Jim and Deborah Stessel, for the 98th birthday of Harriet Dam. Are there other Thanksgivings? Give to the departed eternal rest. We give thanks for the lives of Eugenie Bender on the fourth anniversary of her death and for Jessica Stessel. We pray for the repose of their souls. Are there others? We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Sacrifice also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrifice. 